Walsh has got it, swinging around. Gee, the tackle was a little high. Collingwood win by four. McComb not quite. Gorn hopeful. Now Jamari Gulhagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five from Jamari. Glory. It's coming back. Hey guys, welcome to the In The Stand show. I'm Alex Yakinor, your host, and the In The Stand's broadcast is talking about off-season footy with topics going from the latest AFL trade news and AFL draft news. Today's episode, we'll be looking at all AFL teams' latest trades during the trade week. This week, the trade week opened, many deals were done, so let's get into all the latest deals. The first trade of the season saw Carl Amon join the Hawks. He joined as a free agent and Port received pick 27 in return. Um, he joined Hawthorne in big demand. He had a lot of interest from like St Kilda and Carlton, but he chose the Hawks as his home for the 2023 season. He had a great year at Port, coming fourth in the BNF. BNF. He should be a great pickup for the Hawks. Next, Bobby Hill joins the Pies. Collingwood also received pick 40 in this deal. GWS also get pick 43 and a future second round pick. Uh, last year, he couldn't get a deal with Essendon over the line as agreements couldn't be agreed upon. But this year, he was unfortunately sidelined for the entire season as he got testicular cancer and was recovering for the entire year. He was brought into a very strong Collingwood side. They've got the likes of Jack Ginevan, Bo McCreary, Jamie Elliott as a small forward. And for him to get added into this small forward lineup, it should be great for the Pies. It's going to add to their squad depth as it is as well. It's going to help them rotate if they need Jack Ginevan as a winger or any players like Jamie Elliott to rotate in the midfield. This could make it much easier for the Pies. Next, Tim Taranto joins the Tigs. GWS received two first-round picks, pick 12 and pick 19. Taranto's a Melbourne boy, so he wanted to come home after a long spell at the Giants. But he's going to be in a big spotlight for all Richmond fans and the league as he's expected to live up to the hype. Um, He's going to have to perform under big lights, big games against Carlton. You've got the big um, Essendon game. It's going to be tough for him because he's got a lot of uh, spotlight. He's got a lot of hype and he's going to have to lead up to it um, because uh, Richmond fans, you know how they are. That's, they just want to um, want the best for their club. But it uh, should be a really good deal for the Tigs. They've also got rumoured Jacob Hopper to come to Richmond. This could be a big loss for GWS. They're going to take a big hit, but they're getting a lot of compensation for getting rid of big players. They've got pick 12 and 19, and I think they've got about five of the top 20 picks in the draft. 
so this like see this seems that um Adam Kingsley, the new coach, is going to put them through a rebuild. Um, and it's going to be tough for them because they're going to have a lot of young players and they're going to have to start again like they did a couple years back joining the league. So it's going to be pretty tough for Kingsley to get these um, Giants into winning form. But this could also add a ridiculous amount of squad depth to the Richmond midfield. They've got the likes of Dustin Martin, Dion Prestia, Ross, Trent Coxon, Josh Caddy, Marlon Pickett, and rookie Tyler Sonzi. This Richmond midfield could look dangerous next year. They've got so many strong players, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to help them and hopefully progress them into the top eight, as that's what, obviously, that's what they want. But um, this year, they bowed out to the Lions, and it was um, a pretty... They performed really well in the, um, the elimination final, but um, couldn't get over the line with a big mistake from Tom Lynch um, getting them out of the finals. But uh, should be a, a really good pickup um, for Tur- uh, for Richmond as Taranto we will be joining them. Next, Melbourne player Jaden Hunt moves to the West Coast Eagles. Melbourne receive a third-round compensation pick for this. But West Coast had a terrible season, a very disappointing start with a COVID, COVID debacle. Seeing many players out with coronavirus for the first couple rounds, leaving many VFL players and in, and uh, waffle players as replacement replacement play, players in an important AFL games. They saw them lose to North, and most teams came in this year expecting to beat North by fifty points, and they um couldn't do this, and uh, they lost to them, which was um pretty bad for the Eagles. And they've been really strong in the past couple of years. They won the grand final only a couple of years ago against my pies, which is pretty bad for me. But they've got they've got the list, they've got the players. But I think maybe they need to um, start looking for new players. That's why they've brought in Jaden Hunt. A lot of players retired. You got Josh Kennedy, Jack Redden, and Jaden Hunt could um, be his replacement. Um, he's Jaden Hunt's normally found as a uh, he can rotate between half-back flanker or as a winger so um, he might want to seek a run in the midfield um, for rep- uh, replacement retired Jack Redden so overall it's a good pick West Coast are getting him for not much it's a third round compensation pick for a great player like Jane Hunt next Blake Akers becomes a blue the Dockers receive a future third round pick this could add a lot of uh, squad depth to Carlton's side especially in the back line. And who wouldn't want to come to Carlton? They've just missed out in the finals. They've got some of the best players in the league. They've got the Brownlow medalist, Paddy Cripps, and Coleman medalist, Charlie Kerner. And they could go so far this year. Um, next year, sorry. And it's going to it's gonna be tough for big teams like Collingwood to beat them. They've beat them twice this year by only a couple points. And now they're adding a player like Blake Akers to the side. It's going to be pretty tough for any team to get uh, get past them. But overall, this should be a great pickup for the Blues. Next, Dan McStay becomes a pie. Brisbane receives a compensation pick for as um, pick number 25 in the draft. McStay's an awesome pickup for the Pies. We're lacking a tall player in the forward line, and uh, this showed in the qualifying final as the ball came into the 50, and you see players like Sam DeConing, 
just come across, take the ball away, as we've only got really Brody Majacek and sometimes Darcy Cameron or Mason Cox as they rotate in the, um, in the forward line. But this could be really good for the Pies. He can potentially also play in the back line or as a Ruckman. So let's say Darcy Cameron needs a rest or Mason Cox needs a rest. Just a quick rotation. They can He can play in the Ruckman. He's got the legs. He's played really well this year. But I think he also wants to guarantee himself a main position in a team this year. He's been in and out, in and out of the Brisbane team, but played the finals. Played really well against uh, Richmond. Kicked a goal with a couple, I think. And Melbourne, he played all right. But um, he provides a lot of versatility. And, um, if, and um, this can really help the Pies. Let's say they're tired. And it's going to help a lot for the Pies. And also that Collingwood's got a pretty Brisbane-backed coaching staff. They've got Justin Leppage, former, former Brisbane player and Brisbane um, co- uh, coaching sc- staff member. Also, Craig McRae's come from Brisbane. He used to play there. Um, so he's, he's moved over for all the right reasons. It should be a really good pickup for the Pies. It's going to help them in every way possible, and it's something that they're lacking. Height. Ed, this is what I think they're trying to get this year in the trade. There's also room to get Billy Frampton, a 202-centimetre backman, which is vital for the Pies. Um, but overall... Damn say should be a, a great pickup for the pies. So now let's get into an ad break. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright. Don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright This is Tor Larson from Radio Karam, host of Sunrise on Super 8, on Saturday mornings 9 to 12. Stay groovy. Welcome back to the In The Stand show. Let's get into more trade news this week. We've got Liam jo- Jones joining the Western Bulldogs as a free agent. Carlton get a third round compensation pick in return. Jones missed out on the 2022 season due to him not wanting to get vaccinated, but now the AFL has lifted this mandate. 
and they're able to play unvaccinated. He used to play for the Doggies and he left in 2015 to play for the Blues where he turned from a key forward into a key defender which has probably boosted his career a lot. This should be a handy pickup for the Doggies and will help in squad depth and also help in height in the back line. Next, the St Kilda Saints get their first signing of the trade period, Zane Cordy. The Doggies received no compensation for this pick, or for this um, trade. Cordy will look to replace Ben Long as a key defender because Ben Long um, has left the Saints for the Suns. Cordy's only played 13 games this year, so he's looking for a permanent team playing every game as a key player. Next, two Dockers head north. Griffin Logan, Darcy Tucker head to North Melbourne. Also, a third-round pick is included for this trade for North. But the Dockers receive a future second, third, and fourth-round pick in this trade. After a terrible season for North, they look to capitalise on key players leading to next season. The inclusion of Griffin Logan is vital in the forward line as he's a dangerous player and he's always around the board. It's going to help North a lot in the forward line. They need to kick goals if they want to win. And that's something they've somehow somehow struggled with this year. They've um, got Nick Larkey up there, up top. But this is going to help him out. Griffin Logue's a great pickup for them. Also, Darcy Tucker's come back home to Victoria looking to play under Clarkson. But at the moment, it might not be like that. We don't know what's going on with him and Fagan in the um, investigation. These pickups can be extremely fundamental for North if they want to get off the bottom of the table and succeed next year and push up the ladder for the first time in a fair few years, these pick uh, these pickups are going to be great. Ben Long heads north to the Suns. Along with, it, along with Long, the Suns get a future fourth-round pick. Saints get conversation with pick 32 in this year's draft. Ben Long played as a key defender at the Saints, but was in and out of the team, playing some weeks in the VFL. Uh, but he, in the VFL, he's played as a... Um, Played as a forward, which I don't think suits his play style. I think he's really, really dominant as a defender. And he get he's always around the ball. He mops up his opponent. And he's great at it. And it and it think I think that keeps him in the St. Kilda side most most weeks. He's seeking secure and weekly game time at the Suns. And at the moment, the Suns are looking really good. They've come off this year, missing out on finals by three places. But they've they've been really good. They've smacked North and they've really dominantly hit many teams. They've beaten Richmond on the siren. But um, next year, could really push them into the finals for the first time. And they've got the list for it. They've got Matty Rao. They've got Took Miller. And now Ben Long. You've got Casbold up there, Sexton. You've got so many good players for the Suns. And it's going to help them so much. So, overall, I think Ben Long's a great pickup for the Suns. Also, the Suns pick up Tom Berry as he heads south from the Brizzy Lions. A third-round pick, currently 46, and a future second-round selection are also in the deal for the Suns. Brisbane received two second-round picks in this year's draft, pick 25 and 36. This deal for Brisbane could actually help them um, more than people think. Tom Berry... Hasn't been getting much minutes, so they've just let go a player that they don't really play a lot. But um, this could help them get over the line in the Dunkley deal, as Dunkley's requested a trade and hasn't been brought over the line yet. 
and confirmed. So these picks could really help them. This splits up the Barry brothers, but adds a lot of versatility to the Sun side. He has a lot of talent as a small forward, which can help the Suns potentially progress into the top eight. But um, Brisbane could could be the real winners of this trade. They've only they've given up a player and two selections for a potentially a player like Josh Dunkley, who's just spectacular. He can play in the midfield, he can play in the forward line. He's just a really good player, and he's He's a player that can help Brisbane get into a grand final. Overall, I think this is a great deal for both sides. Next, Josh Corbett heads to the West and signs with Frio. Gold Coast receive a future fourth round pick in compensation in this deal. Corbett is a predominant goal kicker with nearly kicking at least one goal in each game he's played. And he hasn't played that many games. He joins Frio, potentially replacing Griffin Logue in that full position. Corbett could use real use to the Freo team, hopefully pushing them into another consecutive final series. They've come back really well against um, the Western Bulldogs at Optus, down by 40 points at one stage. Couldn't kick a goal. They've come back and they, um, they've made them put themselves into a semi-final, which unfortunately they lost to the Pies and that was a pretty poor effort from them. And I think players like Josh Corbett can help them get help them progress maybe into a prelim next year. They've got they've got a good list for it. They've got great players. They've got Andy Brayshaw. Andy Brayshaw had a spectacular year and it's really going to help um help Frio with this deal to maybe progress in more into the finals. So overall great deal for Frio. Tanner Broom joins the Premiers and heads home. Geelong gives GWS a first round pick in return. Broom intended to to come back home to Geelong as the trade rumours began to speculate. Tanner comes in as a midfielder that could potentially replace Selwood as a goal-kicking midfield. This is great for the Cats as Tanner is a great player, provides a lot of help in the midfield. But the Cats have lost all first-round picks and would have to need to trade most of their picks if they want to get Ollie Henry. And Ollie Henry's been speculated to go to Geelong for a couple weeks now. Um, he wants to go with his brother, play in a premiership side, um, but the deal hasn't been over the line. Geelong's offered pick 25 to the Pies and they haven't accepted. So obviously they want a they first round pick for Ollie Henry. Ollie Henry's a great player. He He's a really, he can, he's a tall forward, kind of tall forward. He's a medium forward, you'd say. Um, he's really good, um, good, good goal kicker, um, but he hasn't been getting the minutes for the Pies. You've got players like Brody Majacek that can provide better options for him. Um, better options than him but uh, he obviously wants to leave he's not happy with his game time but when he plays VFL he stars he's really good he's kicked seven goals a game against teams like Port Melbourne he's a really good player but he wants to leave our leave my pies and head to Geelong but in this trade period GWS have lost a lot of great players Taranto and Brougham and potentially Hopper but the picks in compensation now really push to um, now really pursue a rebuild with a lot of young players. Uh, the Giants could really capitalize in in these drafts and get some really good young players. Um, you could potentially say players like Harry Sheasel could go to the to um, GWS, but um, that's probably more of a long shot. But it's a overall good deal for um, for Geelong getting a good player. Uh, now, 
uh, let's get into an ad break. This is Mindy Wong. You're listening to Radio Karam. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Karam in Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Welcome back to the In The Stand show. And that wraps up all the trade done deals. But now let's look into some rumour deals. Brody Grundy to Melbourne. Uh, Brody Grundy has been sidelined for most of the season. As in the Anzac Day clash, he's uh, um, stuffed up his PCL and he's missed most of the season. He uh, got back to playing the VFL more to the far end of um, the season. But... Um, he did an ankle injury there, so he's he was being injury prone this year. But he obviously wants to opt out of the pies and wants to head to Melbourne. But Melbourne are probably going to lose um, Luke Jackson as well in the deal. Um, but Brody Grundy, uh, he's on a big salary. He's on a one million dollar per year salary for seven years, and this deal was done when Collingwood stuffed up their trade trade week, got rid of Trelaw Stevenson. And a young gun, Boston Villagi, who only played one game for us, but he's been playing a lot for um, North, um, and he played pretty well. But um, Brody Grundy to Melbourne, this still hasn't been put over the line as Melbourne. I don't think Melbourne are, have many draft picks, and they're waiting for the Luke Jackson deal to get done to maybe get pick eight, um, so that they can give up that to the Pies. Luke Jackson also wants to um, leave Melbourne. Um, he wants to head home. He's a, a Western Australian boy, and Frio were probably the main the main team he was probably going to go to, but um, they didn't get rid of Rory Lobb, who was rumored to go to the Doggies, but he um, that never happened. So he uh, came. He's probably going to go to the West Coast Eagles, and he's probably going to help out in the ruck there with Nick Nat Nui. He could also play as a t- uh, forward. He's a Really versatile player, and he's good around the ball. Horn, um, Horn Francis to Port. He's the number one draft pick of last year. He's a great player, and he's had a bit of trouble at North. He's just been stuffing around. He he didn't want to have an ice bath and missed a game. So he's stuffing up little things, and he's obviously not happy that they're only winning two games a year. So he wants to head home as well to Adelaide, and Port seemed like a good option. They're also... Um, rumoured to get Junior Rioli as well from West Coast. Um, but if they get these deals, it's going to be really good for them. They've, they were supposed to have a really good year this year. They made the prelim the pre- prior year, but um, it, nothing. They just had a bad year. I mean, 
it, they didn't, nothing went their way. Uh, but these two inclusions could look really good for them and could help them out a lot. Also, a six-way trade deal has been um, speculated. This could include Luke Jackson, Horn Francis, Junior Rioli, and North as well. Port, uh, West Coast. There's a lot of teams. It's a six-way trade deal. It's going to be a very interesting deal if this happens. And um, it could help a lot of teams out a lot. If Melbourne want to get Brady Grundy or Geelong want to get Ollie Henry, they've got to join this deal because a lot of trade picks are getting, a lot of draft uh, picks are getting traded around and a lot of players are getting traded around. So overall, it's pretty interesting that what could happen um, in the rumours for pretty big players. So that wraps up wraps up the show. Thank you for listening to the In The Stands broadcast and I'll see you next week. Walsh has got it, twigging around. Gee, the tackle was a little high. Coming with win by four. McComb not quite, Gorn hopeful. Now Jamari Gulhagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five from Jamari Glory. It's coming back. And got there. The scenes at the end. Pendleby can go over the top. Ginnivan's there. Elliott's there as well. It kicked out the back. Now Elliott can face the goal. He can give it to Gideon and go for the lock. He kicks the goal. Collingwood in front. Collingwood in front. Can you believe it? Here's the side.